This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Phillies Backstage. I'm Tom Burgoyne, joined by John Brazier, and a great guest today, the great Reese Hoskins. How are you, Reese? Tom Brazier, it's great to be here. I've heard great things, <laughs> nothing but good stories, I assume. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're hoping to get good stories out of you. Okay. That's right. That's the See key. What I can come up with. Well, uh, and we're, we're taping this, what's today, Wednesday, so we just won a big game last night. And I got to say, the last couple times we've had either a player or a coach, we've been coming off like great wins. So, so you're saying uh, maybe we should get more players and coaches? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's been good. It's been good. So last night, uh, just to jump to it, uh, Nick Maton gets the big hit after a crazy back and forth uh, game. And Stott with a huge hit, obviously, Stott before that. a big hit. Off the bench. But let's let's talk about the celebrations. So I, I, I examined that tape like there was a Bruder film, and you were seventh man in just so you know you were okay. uh, I count it number seven okay. is there a, a little bit of a, a kind of a challenge in the dugout like who's going to get to this guy and start burying him first or I think so yeah uh-huh. um, that's that's part of the fun of it right um, so I was in the hole at the time right so you said I was seventh man out I'm a little disappointed in that number I'm not going to lie yeah. usually I would like to be a little bit higher I know I'm not the fleetest of foot so I don't expect to be number one um, but it's a lot about positioning. That's what I was. You didn't have to, to hop say. the railing. I did, see, I didn't have to hop the railing, but I'm also furthest away from him at first True. base. So, um, yeah, I, I would say so, though, right? Like everybody wants to be the first guy to whatever it is, pour water on him, throw gum on him, try to get his jersey off, just celebrate with the guy because winning baseball games in the big leagues is hard, and it is the most fun when you do it like that. Well, I love too the the really fun team. Uh, part about this team is that you got the young guys, you know, we just mentioned Maytime. We just mentioned, you know, Stott and Veerling, you know, has had some big moments. Garrett Stubbs had he, you know, Plasmeyer came so, in and threw three right. pitches. Yeah. So how much, right. how much fun is that as a veteran to basically see these young kids uh, perform well in big spots? It's really cool. Um, you know, these guys I've gotten to know a little bit over the last couple of years of them, either coming up through the minor league system and being in big league camp, um, spending some time with them, them, or just throughout the season of them coming up and see the work that they get to do or, or do every single day. Um, some of these guys are faced with not the smoothest of roads to be productive big league baseball players. And every one of them, what I love about the guys that we have, like you said, you said Veerling, Maton, Bomer, Stott, um, Plassmeyer last night, um, Sam Coonrod came in, right? Derek He's, Hall. Derek Hall, right? Yeah. You, you can go on and on. Each one of these guys works their tails off. They, they keep their head down. They work. Um, and although moments don't seem to come all the time, maybe for some of these guys, they're taking advantage of them when they get it, right? Like we can go the Stott walk-off, Stubbs walk-off, Veerling Homer off of Hater. Yep. 
um, bomber homer off of Hader, like these huge hits throughout the season that really um, you either sparked a, a, a streak or kept a streak going, and that's how you win a lot. But they also look like they belong. You totally. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, they, it's not like they they look like rookies. They look like they they belong. They're so. Right. Although I got to ask you about uh, Derek. Um, have you been mentoring him a little bit? Because I do see similarities. Had success in the minor leagues. He's a big power hitting sure. first baseman. Um, but it's funny, you know, and he absolutely looks like he belongs. But I love the fact that after he hits a home run, he's smiling yeah, right. all the way around the bases, right. you know. But have you uh, been able to talk to him a little bit? I think, you know, positionally, right? Like we spend a lot of time together, especially um, in spring training, right? We're taking ground balls together daily. Um, we usually are hitting in the same group just because we're infielders, that type of thing. Um, I've seen how big and strong and powerful this guy is over the last couple of years. It's really cool to see him get the opportunity to showcase that here. Um, And he did. He came in and, like you said, everybody, but including Derek, has really stepped in and looked like they belong right away, which that's that's part of it, right? Like you got to either trick yourself or trick the other guys into looking the part – give you a little confidence to be successful. There. All right. So also last night, uh, did you know that Nick Maton was in the bathroom before he got called up? <laughs> I, had to heard. Go- <laughs> I had heard. I'm going to try that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it, last night was just one of those nights at the ballpark. And Reese, something I know you don't know a lot what's going on in the crowd and all that, but last night was that uh, game where they had the broadcasters out in yeah, left field. I saw that. And one thing that made me think of, uh, they had uh, Schwarber uh, up. mic'd up. And I know you've gone through that a little bit. Uh, did you, like, a game like last night when he's getting mic'd up, do you know he's going to be mic'd for a couple innings? Do players, it's, it's a kind of an inside joke, like, oh, geez, he's going to, you know, watch what you say around yeah, Kyle. Yeah, everybody stay away from Kyle today. You, know, you got no <laughs> yeah. friends today, right? <laughs> no, um, I saw it on the line. Obviously, you can see the mic on the uniform. So I, I didn't see it until, um, you know, right before the game. A little bit, though, right? Like, not only you're, – you're, you don't want to give too much baseball strategy away. Obviously, they're hoping to catch some of the cool things that we like to talk about about the game. Um, but I think the back – the two-way mic is something that is really, really cool because you're getting in-game situations on the fly. Um and getting some of the, the baseball insight, the baseball IQ from some of the top players in the world is something that we don't, as fans, we don't get, we don't get to do. Right. I'm a football fan, like a lot of us, and I love hard knocks hmm. because I get to see what the day-to-day is, what these guys go through, what they're talking about. Um, so, you know, anything where we can get a little behind the scenes, I think is pretty cool. Well, speaking of hard knocks, they showed Schwarber running to get the ball. It's like one of the first plays. He r- runs, you can hear him breathing to get, and then he slams into the wall. <laughs> Literally, boom. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was And, and he made a joke about, yeah, that wall just moved on him or something. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, now, if that mic is on you, do you, are you more self-conscious? How do you, what, what's, what are you feeling in that? Well, uh, I guess last year you were mic'd up in Miami. It was yeah. uh, a big thing where you got knocked down and, uh, and then you wind up hitting a home run and were fired up. Were you thinking at that time you were mic'd or that goes right out your Yeah, that's just, mind, that's right? just pure reaction, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Get thrown out your head, maybe different juices start flowing a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't, I think to start, you're a little bit more subconscious about what you're saying or what you're talking about. But I think especially in those live action moments, um, it's hard to think about what you're saying, let alone remember that you have a microphone you right. know, in your ear or earpiece right. in your ear. So, yeah, yeah. Which that makes for 
that's better. It's more raw. It's like, but you have you know, Crocker in your ear too. Like Kyle had Cruck in his ear all night last night, which was funny. I mean, you know, it's a crack up. It was great TV. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I like it. I hope. Yeah. I know some guys have a tough time with it and don't like to do it. Um, I just think it's good for the game. Mm-hmm. How do you guys? Uh, I mean, you guys look like you're having so much fun, especially like their celebrations when you do the different handshakes and different. How does that come about? Is that just something that comes up or- organically, or do you guys actually? Bruce to me it? seems like the leader in the clubhouse for handshakes. <laughs> Am I correct there? Or? See, I, I, I think because I, I don't. Maybe it's because I've been here the longest that I've I know a lot of the guys that are here. Um, I just, it's just a fun thing, right? Like, and I think it starts in spring, you especially if you, you tend to hit around the same pocket mm-hmm. in a lineup. Um, so if I tend to be on base when, you know, the three, four, five, six, seven guys are hitting home runs and I'm at the plate waiting for them to celebrate. Um, so a little bit in spring training, you talk about it or yeah, a lot of it comes up organically, just something that we thought was super funny throughout the year. Oh my gosh, that's, let's, let's th- throw that in the handshake or we'll yell that at each other or right, something right. like that. But it makes it more fun, right? Yep. Like it's, like I said, this game is so hard. Um, we've really tried to make it a point to celebrate some of the really cool things that a lot of us do out on the field um, and not make it so normal because it's not. All right, let's go back if we can. Go back into time. You ready to go back into time, Tom? Yeah, let's go back into time. What we uh, we try to do is go through the person's career. And what I love, one of the first things I I read about, uh, well, first of all, is your dad a a quad... Quadruplet? My dad is a quadruplet, yes. So you have three uncles that look exactly the same? <laughs> so they're fraternal. They're not identical. Okay. Um, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. My grandparents probably wish it was that easy. So my grandparents had three girls before the quadruplets were born. Three okay. girls. My my grandfather said, hey, let's uh, let's try one more time for a boy. My grandma was like, yeah, I'm in. Three <laughs> girls don't have a boy yet. Let's try Bang. So they end up getting quadruplets. Wow, wow, that's unreal. My dad was the only boy, so they got three more girls. And did the girls all look alike? They, I mean, they all look alike, but yeah, the girls definitely. <laughs> um, you don't have any trouble differentiating between Aunt Patty and Aunt no. Susan? No, <laughs> Aunt Katie, Aunt Sal, <laughs> and um, Aunt Mag. No, they all, they all look. I do have some toddler and baby pictures of them, and... No way. I can't tell. <laughs> and the other thing, too, is that I, you know, in this day and age, uh, sports are becoming so specialized. Parents mm-hmm. are basically having their kid play one sport. Um, and I love the fact that you were encouraged to play three sports. And that, that's what we, and we were growing up, that's, we were encouraged to play all sports. So that's kind of neat in the sense that, again, the generation, you're probably, most people were kind of focused on baseball, yeah. baseball only early. So do you take pride in the fact that you played basketball, football and baseball and, and it, did that help you, you know, in your, in your baseball skills? I definitely take pride in it. Um, it's something that I always try to ask kids now when I end up you know, talking with them or speaking with them. Um, you learn a lot of different things about your athleticism, the way that your body moves, um, being on different types of teams, uh, you know, playing different sports. You just end up in different demographic of kids uh, or people, um, and just like the way that you compete in each of these different sports, I think can be a little bit different. I just grew up playing any sort of game, really. Um, it was always about being outside and not be spending the least amount of time inside as we could and being outside playing and getting dirty and sweaty and scabby knees and those types of things. Yeah. So 
Um, and, played soccer growing up. Yeah, that, that's great to hear because our generation, that's how it was. And you hear, ah, the younger generation, we've seen it with our kids too. Let, you know, oh, they start playing soccer and then they stay with soccer sure. or baseball. You know, same thing. So it's great to hear that. that do you think it's made you a better baseball player? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I also think it, it's harder to burn out, right? It's harder to... Yes. Um, yeah. Whether it's physically or mentally, really, mm-hmm. um, on one thing if you're doing you know, multiple things, um, especially when the sports are hard. Um, you know, you're playing a game that's rooted in failure. It's something that can compound over time. And if you're doing too much, um, go have fun at something else. Mm-hmm. Go, And it doesn't have to be sport really. Right. Like whether you play an instrument or you sing, you're, you're a singer, um, you're, you're an actor, um, just something else that you can specialize and challenge your mind and creativity with, Um, I think it makes you better overall. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And I know you said you love football, but uh, you play basketball. So, I mean, obviously in, in uh, high school, you gravitated towards baseball. Uh, I guess you were recruited in, in, uh, in high school. But with other, those other sports, did you, did you feel like, oh, if I'd stuck with basketball, I could have played competitively? Um, no, not okay. really. Yeah, it my, was baseball. My, yeah. My my school my high school was really good at basketball, which made it a lot of fun. Um, I probably had the most fun playing basketball competitively in in high school, um, just because we were good. The gym was always packed. It was loud. It was exciting. Um, I, I guess there's just a funny tidbit. I I could have punted in college. Hmm. Could have been a punter. Um, so I guess maybe if I stuck with that. Um, I could have had a future, but I doubt it would have turned out the way that the baseball. So were you had. a shooting guard? And I'm looking, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what you were. See what? that you would think that, but I was, we were not very big as a school. So you were the center. So I was the big guy. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I was the big guy. Um, I like to call myself the glue guy. <laughs> right. We had uh, Tyrese Maxey here yesterday. I, I don't know if you saw him coming down the steps. I mean, he's kind of right in front heard, of the dugout. I heard it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It, and it was awesome. I got to yeah. tell you. So, I had to walk him down from, you know, outside the parking lot through and, you know, he knew what he was getting into. I, I've dealt with a lot of celebrities in the 29 years of the yeah, Phillies sure. and I, we've had to get escort security. I mean, kids were going nuts, yeah. like nuts. Like popular, we, he's a star. A big time star. I mean, he gets Philadelphia. He's got the big smile on his face when he's playing. You know what I mean? He's a very lovable Definitely. Uh, player. So I enjoy, um, I enjoy watching him. He's super talented, and yeah, just the way he plays, right? It looks like he's having the most fun. Yeah, yeah. they've been trying to slow him down too. They're like, he's Why? been practicing, no, practicing too much in the off season. They're like, take a day off. Like he's kind of really zoning in, right. and they're trying to tell him, hey, take a break. Uh, <laughs> all right, so now in baseball, your your high school, you had a guy Zach Green. I did, right? So you also did you guys have like super super baseball team back then? So we were we were a very good uh, high school baseball team. As a sophomore, we had 13 guys go Division One. Wow. Um, wow. 13 seniors go Division One. Um, and That's crazy, huh? Over the next couple of years, had a couple guys, Zach Green, um, 
Danny Hayes went to Oregon State. Zach Green was supposed to, but got drafted. Um, Andrew Susak was there, who he's been in, in the big leagues with the Giants a little bit. Um, so we were a good we were a good baseball program. We had some fun. Um, but Zach and I, you know, played high school baseball together, and then three or four years later, we were playing professional mm. baseball together. That's awesome. Really cool. So then you go to Sacramento State, which has produced a lot of great baseball players, right? Uh, and he just. It, I always ask a question to the players at what point, you know, here you've had unbelievable success in high school and then college and obviously the minors. At what point really did it sink in saying, wow, I can make a living doing this? Yeah. Um, it wasn't in high school for sure. Right. Like I, I was good. I was good in my, my area. Um, but I, I didn't, I didn't specialize in it. Like we talked about, I was playing other sports, so it wasn't really a, a super focus, um, once I got to college baseball, I had some success as a freshman. Um, I had a, not as much success as a sophomore, but I went to the Cape Cod League mm -hmm. in the summer um, and played really well. And that's kind of when I thought, okay, if I can play in a wood bat league um, against some of the best competition across the country – I got a pretty good chance. And is that when you're getting feedback from scouts? Because you are. I know, I know they look at that start leg. Start to, yeah. Yeah, they look at that leg as if you can hit with a wooden bat, then yep. yeah, you're you legit. You start to get some feedback from, you know, people in professional organizations. Um, and I, I was I was really good. And that's that's kind of when I realized in my head, like, okay, like I, I at least have a chance um, to be drafted and have a chance to play professional baseball. Um, and then what you do with that is, you know. So when you get drafted by the zone. Phillies, yeah. did you, fifth had, round. had you ever been to Philadelphia? Nope. Did you know anything about Philadelphia other than the history? Um, I mean, being a sports fan, I knew about their sports, mm -hmm. but only generally. Um, I think that was a lot. It was a lot of the McNabb. I obviously remember McNabb with the um, Eagles. I obviously remember the 08 team and everything that came with that. Mm -hmm. um, I remember a lot about the home run derbies that some of those guys were yeah, in. Yeah, Bobby Abreu and, and, and Ryan, Ryan Howard. Howard yeah. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much the extent of it. I was a West Coast kid. You know, like I, I grew up watching the, the San Francisco Giants and the Oakland Raiders and the Sacramento Kings. Um, and plus everything was happening too late over here. Mm-hmm. Right, just, right. That's, exactly. it was not even on my radar. Well, and there's a yeah, Sacramento yeah, yeah. connection with Larry Boa, yep. with John Vukovic, who you never mm -hmm. got to meet, uh, right? I yeah. Mean, it's, um, yeah, I've learned that the roots of, and a, and a lot of the people in this organization, there's a lot of connection to, um, I seem to have that seventh degree of separation to a lot of yeah. people, mm -hmm. which is cool. And one of the first teams you played in was Williamsport, yep. of which you're going to be, it just was announced that we're Solid. playing there next year. Yeah. So how cool is that? You played there as a minor, one of your first minor league stops, and now you're going to be playing there as a veteran. So I got to, we actually went there in 2018. Yeah, against the Mets. Oh, right, 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 right. Second right. time. Second time, right. You're it. right. Um, I think that 2018 was the second year they did it. Right. Um, it's such a cool thing. It really is. Like, I can remember as a kid growing up and, being ecstatic to watch the little league world series just because that was the goal. Like, yeah. you know, we were either just coming off of uh, little league all-stars or some sort of tournament where we were playing and hoping to be there. Um, and it's, it's heaven. It's mm -hmm. baseball heaven uh, for the, you know, that 10 to 13, 14 year old kid. Um, you get to hang out with everybody in the dorms and play ping pong and all that. The mud hill, um, just the stadium, 
the year that I played there in Williamsport was Monet Davis's year. So that was like a really ah, cool about thing. That? Is that right? Um, so I'm excited. Like I, I obviously have some history playing there that I'll be excited to revisit. Um, but just being involved with that whole little league world series is something that is brings some memories that you'll cherish. For yeah. Sure. And I was out there, you know, with you guys, sure. uh, and, uh, that was just to see you guys interacting with the kids. It's so I mean, intimate, just awesome. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah. You, you lose a little bit of the, the, I don't know, just like the stadium feel, right? Like there's only the one deck and, um, it's just not as loud and there's no stands in the outfield, right. but it's so intimate and the kids are right there. Like there's baseball conversations going on, you know, during the game, like, Hey, what do you, what, what do you think he'll throw here? Or <laughs> if you're the runner on second, like, what are you looking for? Which right. is, is something that I can only imagine having as a kid. Now, something that the fanatic Tom's obviously the best friends of the fanatic, right. Just the best friend. uh, that the fanatic and you have in common is that you both performed in Australia. Yes. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, you played, for, I didn't know you went to Sydney, huh? What a time. Is that awesome? I was thinking, you know, cause I didn't know that about you. And I'm thinking, Oh wow. I always tell people when I came back, come back and say, Sydney's like very much like San Francisco. It's very international. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. You have the, the Harbor, the big Harbor is kind of like that with the Bay in San Francisco. Yeah. So obviously very historical buildings. Um, yep. The really, beaches. Did you surf? I did not surf. I'm not that athletic, okay. <laughs> but I spent plenty of time on the beaches. There. Yeah, yeah, um, some great beaches. Yeah, it's mm. yeah, it's a beautiful country. Um, the baseball league was a lot of fun. It was a great opportunity for me to get some more at bats in the minor leagues, but also explore the world. Yeah, and what time of year? So when did they? When's that league? Like how so long I, were I you went, there? I went from like maybe the middle or end of October. Okay. Um, to right at the end of January. So okay. I was. It was there, you know, three, three and a half months. We probably played 60 games, 50 to 60 games. Um, but had some downtime, I guess. Did you fish? Or so did we, we played three or four days a week and had one workout. Okay. So I got, I got a chance to... Look for kangaroos, go golfing, <laughs> koala bears. Didn't get to the outback, <laughs> okay. unfortunately. Great but Barrier Reef. We were able to make a few trips. Uh, like I got to the Great Barrier Reef and spent some time in Cairns. Nice. Scuba dive there. Nice. Um, you, you, you fly everywhere, so you get a chance to kind of really explore some of the bigger cities in Australia, Brisbane, Melbourne, Perth, Canberra, um, a lot of cool different cities all have similarities to what seeming, maybe this is the cocky American in me, but um, what seems like Brisbane is a little bit like Chicago is a right, river right. running through it. Mm -hmm. Just, just very cool um, culture, similar, but also just so much more laid back. And yeah. Did you play of, any cricket? I did not play any no cricket. cricket. I mean, no. we, we played in front of the dugout before the games, right? Like those guys would be out there with a baseball bat, not with a cricket bat and we would be playing, um, bowling to each other. And that was fun. Um, what well, was fascinating for, to me was, uh, you know, Australia is kind of new to baseball and uh, I was over there for an international tournament and, uh, they knocked off Cuba in this international tournament, which Cuba is, yeah. you know, big, big time in, in the international world. And, uh, so like the country, the continent went crazy. Like that was a really big win for him. And now you have started to see, you know, Australian players, players over the years, yep. you know, uh, come over here. And it was cool to see some of those guys um, show up at some of these stadiums that we were playing in guys that had made it to the big leagues and, and either had just made it or had some success and they were superstars, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody right. knew who they were. 
um, at least around the stadium, but I would go into Sydney and, you know, people would ask me, what are you doing here? Are you working? And I would say I'm playing baseball and say, we have a baseball team. (laughs) Um, So definitely it's still new there. Um, But it was cool to, you know, be a part of the growth of it. How How about TV over there? Because I lived in England for a year, right out of college. And back then they only had four stations and you'd flip around and you get darts, you get snooker, you get sheep herding, right? And then you got sheep herding. It was, I swear. There's a program on sheep herding where the dog, they do a whistle and the dog runs and then the sheep all follow the dog. Did you, did you watch was, the TV over there? There was a lot of rugby watching mm-hmm. and a lot of um, Australian rules football, which yep. is a crazy sport. Um, kind of rugby f- football mashup that the guys get hit a lot in. Uh, same thing with uh, Japan. I've, I've been over there when they have this huge uh, sumo wrestling tournament, and it, it goes on for like two weeks. Right. And sometimes it's like that's the only, that and it's bad it. game shows in, <laughs> in, in Japan. But the sumo wrestling is wild over there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Back to baseball. All right. So uh, he's going to make it to the has he made it to the big club almost. yet? Almost. Almost, almost because, there. I mean, it was oh, kind of cool. He lights it up. Well, I, I love the fact that you had you and Dylan Cousins were yeah, like yeah. the Bash Brothers, right? Which was so much fun. That must have been fun for you. It was a fun and playing year. off each other, right? It was a fun year. Yeah. Um, a lot of people forget this, too, about that team. But we had two other guys hit 30 home runs, which <laughs> are, or 25, maybe almost 30. Jorge Alfaro hit a ton. Oh, yep. I had a guy by the name of Jake Fox, um, who was a more veteran guy, had already been in the big leagues. But, um, yeah, we it's contagious, right? Like, and... I don't think anything about Redding's ballpark is a secret and how great it is of a place to hit Absolutely. Is. And just um, a great place in general, uh, Reese. I mean, those fans, is. I know, embrace the heck out of uh, that team. For they're sure. awesome, and there's yeah. always something going on yeah. before and after the baseball game. Yeah. Um, it's just a, a cool place. It's a cool place to play baseball. It's easy to get up in the middle of the summer when it's hot because yeah, yeah. it's packed. Mm. And, yeah, we just had a lot of fun. Um there was a lot of talking smack to each other back and forth. Mm. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to catch you or I caught you, um, (laughs) which probably lent itself to a little, a couple more homers being hit, but um, yeah, fun summer in Reading. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, then you get to the majors and... By the way, just the number, 38 home runs and 116 RBIs yeah. like that year, which is, that's a big number uh, in the minor leagues. Yeah, and I remember, you know, us following those guys saying, wow, we're going to see these yeah. guys pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, well, then you get to the majors uh, and I guess, you know, Aaron Altair got hurt, right? Yep. So they put you in left field. Emergency. And then next thing you know, you start breaking all kinds of records as far as fastest... <laughs> home runs after so many days fast. And then it just, you kept breaking records. Your name kept being in the news. I mean, was that just, again, the dominoes starting to fall. Was this just all happening so fast for you? Yes. Very fast. Um, it was a whirlwind. I remember not really having time to, um, take it all in as it was happening. It was just, I mean, as I've learned and been in this game, 
we can get so caught up in the day to day and what it takes, you know, to win a baseball game and then go to sleep, wake up, turn it on and do it again. Um, I didn't have time to really think. I, I can remember vividly the 0 for 12 to start um, walking a few times and feeling good about that, but wanting so badly to get a hit, the first hit. Um, and once I got that first hit, it was a Sunday. I got called up on a Thursday. I got a hit in my third at bat on a Sunday. And we won the game. We went to the West Coast, and the fun began. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, really fun. Yeah, I got I got some family time, which was always great, always is, and got the first one out of the way. And I can remember the weight of what I felt like the world was at the time being lifted, and I could just go play. And that's what I was going to say. What changed? Was it anything mechanical, or do you think it was all no. upstairs? Yeah, it was yep. just – I'm sure there was, I was trying too hard to get a hit, which you can never do as a hitter. It never works. I've tried. Um, yeah. Just being able to go play once it was done. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's talk a couple off the field. Okay. So I know you have an absolute love for dogs. You had rookie and I'm so sorry, you know, uh, rookie passed away in 2019, but rookie had his own Instagram page, right? Yes. You used to take him down on the field. You couldn't oh, even yeah. say yard, right? During his, or park. What was park, the word? No you park. can't say park because no, then you would park, know that. Walk, <laughs> we're going right. to the game. <laughs> right. Like, like I've got to spell out words to my dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> right. So, um, and but then you guys just adopted uh, through the Pennsylvania SBCA yep. May, yep. correct? Mm-hmm. So, and May is a golden retriever as well? May is, yeah, is also an English golden retriever. Um, she's the same breed that Rookie was. Um, just, this is our first girl dog. And she's a sweetheart. She's an absolute sweetheart. She doesn't like to be too far from you, which I can, I think I can, and a lot of people can appreciate in a dog who doesn't like to cuddle their pets. Right. Um, yeah, she's a sweetheart. And How old is she now? She is just turned one. Okay. Like a month or so ago. So she hasn't been down to the ballpark yet? Not yet. Okay. It's yeah. Gonna, it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. <laughs> um, I would, t- I would take rookie here and let him run around the concourse a little bit. We did a few things where they did some filming or we got to let him on the, on the field, which was fun. Um, I'll do that with may let her run around the concourse, um, sniffing all the crevices, take her up. I just, it's just fun to be around them and it's even cooler when you get to bring them to work. And it's great. You've gotten uh, involved with the SBCA and uh, we, have bark, we have bark in the yeah, park coming bark, up. Yeah. I know. Are, can, we do that 8th. twice now? Uh, I think we do two because we had one earlier. So we, we're doing two of those a year, which is yep. awesome. And, and raises money for the Pennsylvania SBCA. Yeah. Yep. It's cool that we got to have a connection um, to them. It's something that we've been involved with, mm-hmm. um, you know, just helping out and volunteering with them. Um, but to now to have a connection to, you know, the SPCA, but also just Philly in general, um, with, with our pets is pretty cool. It's something that we'll change. And you're also involved in the muscular dystrophy, right? Which, yep. um, which I know you guys do a walk, uh, every year, right? We've done a, we've done, uh, a, walk. We've, we've done, done a, walk. a muscle walk in the past, um, since COVID that that's since been scratched and hasn't been able to, um, go on, but that was something that we took a lot of pride in and, um, got, a a very good response from some of the community. Um, we just actually hosted our first event. It was go yard with, um, MDA and Reese Hoskins. 
Um, that was very, very successful, a lot of fun, very casual. At Yards Brewery. Yep, at yep. Yards Brewery. Um, wanted to try to incorporate as many local Philly of our, our favorites um, that we've you know come to know over the years. Yards made a lot of sense. Love Philly, love beer. Um, exactly. So it made sense, and it was great. We got a, a, um, a couple of the families in the area uh, of kids that send their, their kids to the camp in Philly um, to come and be at the event, and we had a good time. It was great, and we'll hopefully, um, you know, the, hopefully there'll be a second annual next year. All right, and one other thing, Jamie told me this. You can blame her for this, uh, <laughs> uh, but she told me, I saw her at the concert right before uh, that I Love the 90s show when I right. Um, that you're a Pokemon or a, yes, Pokemon cards, right? Yeah. Now is that, is that trading cards? Is that a, is that a game? Both. It, and it's because it's a lot of things, right? It's, it it's is, a collector yeah. thing. It's also a video and it's. Yep. So I, I grew up on Pokemon. Um, I can remember getting a Game Boy Color mm -hmm. with Pokemon Red and the guide for Christmas and not. <laughs> putting it down until right. it was beaten basically. Nice. Um, I remember my friends getting it too. So there was a lot of, you know, just backing and forthing and trading and fighting um, our Pokemon together. And it was just a lot of fun. It brings back, there's a nostalgia to it now. Um, I think with, with everything that went on with the pandemic, people spent a lot of time inside. They right. cleaned their closets out and, Oh man, look at all these cool things that I have from my childhood. Um, I was one of those people kind of sparked the trading card um interest back um i still have the game boy that i got for christmas i still play anybody on the team into that as well um i'm not sure specifically pokemon i know that some guys are into the trading card thing with with other sports um but yeah there's a collector's aspect to it the nostalgia's off the charts for me. And the collector's aspect, like, are some of these cards worth money? Uh, well, let yeah. me tell you, Tom, too right much. here. Too much. Is that right? Really? It's gotten a out of hand. A Pikachu Illustrator card sold for $5,275,000 oh to a Logan Paul. And do you know why um, you should not, do you know why you should not, do you know why you should not allow a Pokemon near a shower? Because he might Pikachu. Mm. Uh, he, he said he was <laughs> going to do it, Reese. He I tried to, to talk him out of that joke. He, <laughs> he went there. <laughs> uh, wait, did you, did you say, was there anybody on the team? I don't on? think so, no. Okay. But it's okay. I'll, I'll go solo on that. Yeah. There you go. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for the visit, let's get down to business Now here's your chance to show how much you really know He might get grumpy if he can't stop you with Brazier's Quiz And there it is, John, you love that song uh, Alright, you got a quiz for uh, Reese? I do, now Reese, uh, we give a quiz as About I your life so. to you About your life, it's, okay. it's multiple choice, so you should be good And we have, look at this right here We got a blue, hat on the a, blue a blue uh, bucket hat for the 
next time you go out to the beach. But it's yeah, it's. Well, it's I know you one. were in. Uh, were you in Avalon during the All Star break, or you've been to Avalon before? We we spent some time in Cape May Cape last All Star break. Yeah. Well, Cape next May's time you nice. go to Cape May, my bucket hats are hot right now. Too. Yeah, they are. So you got to earn that first though. So yeah. don't get too comfortable. <laughs> all right, all right. Are you Six ready? out of eight. Is that what we're doing? Six out of eight. Yep. All right. Well, I think you should be able to do this. All right. Your first question is: You went to Jesuit High School in Sacramento. Which celebrity did not? go to Jesuit High School. I'm going to name four guys. Which one didn't? Three went there. One did not. Okay. A is retired Major General Leo A. Banks from the U.S. Army. B is Chris Sullivan, who's an actor from This Is Us and Stranger Things. C is rapper uh, Lil Nas X. And D is former Eagles and Jets quarterback Ken O'Brien. So was it the Major General? Was it the actor Chris Sullivan? Was it rapper Lil Nas X? Or was it uh, Ken O'Brien? Rapper Lil Nas X. <laughs> yeah. Now, gonna, is that because you knew he probably would have known you that? sure he didn't have algebra with Lil Nas X? I was thinking maybe it was AP Bio, but no. <laughs> AP Bio. All right. You are one uh, for one. All I, right. And by the way, I love how they call it the Jesuit school. I went to St. Joe's Prep here. Okay. And, and it's funny. Around here, you get busted because it's like uh, we just call ourselves the Prep. Well, Ben Davis went to Malvern Prep, but that's not the prep. Yeah, prep is St. Joe's, but prep. you guys are the Jesuit school. I like <laughs> that's that. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. One for one. You also went three years. Three years, right? Sacramento State? Yep. Uh, which of these celebrities did not go to Sacramento State? Uh, a is shock rocker Marilyn Manson. B is Tom Hanks. C is uh, memoirist, poet, civil rights activist Maya Angelou. Uh, and D is singer Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry, be happy. So is it... Marilyn Manson, Tom Hanks, Maya Angelou, or uh, Bobby McFerrin? I'm just going to th- guess Marilyn Manson. <laughs> it's got to be Marilyn <laughs> I do know that Tom Hanks went to Sac State. I had not never heard of either of the other. Okay. How about that? Yep. Heard the, you haven't heard the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy? I mean, I've heard of that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. But. Marilyn right. Manson didn't go to the Jesuit school, does he? <laughs> no, yeah, also He, he would have spontaneously yeah. combusted, I think, <laughs> as he walked into the door. All, All right. right, two for two. Your two first minor league team, as we mentioned, one of the first was the Williamsport Crosscutters, which was not a teammate. Okay, so three of you guys are teammates, one was not. Cord Sandberg, Rob Holiday, Jandito Trump, and Alejandro Artiaga. Rob Holiday. <laughs> and you, you know, know who Rob Holiday is. Current Phillies exactly. employee. There yeah, you go. there you go, Rob. See, you know, he's one of the first Reese. ones that have recognized Jeez. an employee. I know. Right? Because nobody recognized the employee. You are three for three on a roll. <laughs> You're almost qualified for that almost. bucket hat. All right, what was your career batting average in high school? Uh, was it 350, 375, 386, or 421? I'm going to say 386. Now nah, it was 421, he right? undersold himself. Yeah, you were 421 in high school. I didn't have school. a very good senior year, though. So that's why. That's All right. Why. Well, you well I, I thought. Brought your number down a little bit. So 421 was the number? 421. Yep. Impressive. All right. Yeah. You played for the, we mentioned uh, you played in the Cape Cod League. You played for the Falmouth uh, Commodores in the Cape Cod League. Who was not your teammate on this team? Okay. Kevin Newman, David Katai, Brandon Finnegan, John Means. David Katai. Yes, he was one of the video guys. Other You've employee. probably seen him before. Okay. And a St. Joe's prep guy, by the way. Yes. All right. So now you're on a, you're still on a roll. Four, you got four correct. You just need correct. two more. Two more. Uh, on August 14th, 2017, you hit your first two home runs in a 7-4 loss to the Padres. You became the first Philly slugger to hit his first two home runs in the same game since what Philly? You know the answer off the... Since? Well, it, well, it was the one Philly that did it. Has done it since then, or I did it. Well, you did it, and the guy since. did it before okay. that. Yeah, I so don't. Uh, so is it Greg Lazinski, 
Chase Utley, Scott Rowland, or Don Brown? I think it's Chase Utley. Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland. Oh, 1996. Another 17. He's got to go right. for two for two. I think you're going to get this one. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe. maybe. Here we go. Yeah. No, These I'm are supposed to, to be layups, dang it. Yeah, you know what? I might have to give you a George Costanza question <laughs> just so you can really no, no, get no, it. I got it. I got All right. It. You're a big fan of reggae. I, I know that uh, firsthand. What was Bob Marley's name on his birth certificate? Was it Nesta Robert Marley? Was it Robert Gwendolyn Marley? Was it Maximilian Robert Marley? Or was it Rasmussen Babylon Marley? Nesta. You're right. Nice. Nesta. Okay. All right. Pressure's I, on. I think you're going to get you're, you're, All right. I'm going to give you, a, what's your middle name? Dean. All right. You qualified for the hat. Yes. But let's, let's, here's your bonus question. <laughs> why? Okay. Oh, okay. Why? You don't think he's going to get this? Well, it's, it's, why it's can, why because can't? it's not really about his life. It, you'll see. You were born on March 17th, which is, you know, St. Patty's Day oftentimes, right? Uh, which celebrity was not born on March 17th? Okay. See, that's where it's so Same random. Out. It's Jeez. also on... The seventeenth, all of the time. All the time, yes. I was just being, yeah, <laughs> just being, right. just being careful. All right, <laughs> yes, it is. All right, ready? How's he gonna know who? I'm gonna. I'm well, gonna that's why this. I gave him the bonus question. He, he needed the bonus. Go all ahead. right. Was it? Uh, maybe he know. Maybe he reads his horoscope and knows that's what true. famous people were born on his no, birthday. That's true. Right? Some people do that. <laughs> was it women's soccer player Mia Hamm, uh, Irish singer songwriter Hozier? Was it swimming great Katie Ledecky? Or was it singer Justin Bieber? That is not. That is not. Was not born on March 17th. Justin Bieber. The Beeb. See, he knew Bang. that. Didn't See even that? need that as a bonus question. Didn't even need a chance. Well, you're the one who didn't have any faith in him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Next time. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> All right. We did good. You got the bucket hat. I qualified. You got the bucket hat. So, uh, Reese, really appreciate you spending the time. I know you just finished batting practice. And now you're about to uh, have a big game tonight. And you're about to beat the stinking Reds. Let's do it. Win a let's series do it. tonight. Yeah, let's do it again, Reese. Thanks again for uh, being here, John. We're going to wrap it up. Wrap it Another up. Another fun edition of Phillies Backstage. And uh, we'll see you next time, folks, on Phillies Backstage.